so yeah, um, I, you know what I like to see? You know what I love to see after taking a couple weeks off this podcast? What's that? That some people are still going to push that play button just to hear me tell them how bad the Packers beat the fucking Chiefs. Get the, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> let's go. Hey, here's the thing about that game, though. I'll give the Chiefs this. They got outplayed the whole game. <laughs> there wasn't a single moment in that game where I thought Kansas City was going to win. From the very first drive to the very end, I thought Green Bay's winning this game. Yeah. And then they did. And don't don't get me with any of this rap shit, okay? Firstly, it was fucking terrible for both sides, all right? 100%. The rap, fucking terrible. The MVS play, that was pass interference. Absolutely it was. But also, if you're a six foot four wide receiver... You should probably be able to uh, use your physical gifts to outplay a five foot eleven practice squad call up and a ball. You should. Another you thing. Should. Another thing with that though is like, yeah, it was blatant pass interference. Two things. One, I think if the pass interference gets called, I don't think that Kansas City wins the game. I still mm. think Green, Green Bay wins. That's one. And two, two plays before that, Green Bay got called for the biggest bullshit late hit when it wasn't a late hit because you know it was what, inbounds. You know what's going to start happening? Hmm. Someone's going to Vontez perfect him. They're going to be like, well, I'm going to get penalized for this anyway. I might as well make it fucking count. And like he's going to be fucking unconscious talking like Kermit the Frog on the fucking sidelines. Yeah, man. Blowing bubbles. Um, you know... <laughs> I got hit, man, but I'm a good basketball player still, man, and I'm just going to get out there. I'm going to shoot threes, man. And that is how Patrick Mahomes sounds. It is, yeah. I mean, could you imagine waking up, turning around, and then that just, just hits you with that? Man, well, that's something. I know we've missed a few weeks, so I'm not going to go week by week. I'll just tell you where we're at record-wise. Through 12 weeks? No, through 13 weeks? Thir- yeah. How many did we miss? Like three. Oh, okay, I'm trying to remember what happened between then. Through every week, Austin's record one ten and eighty three. My record one twenty one and seventy two. I'm having a good year. Very good year. I think you know. I think this is the year of Kyle, which is good for me because I needed it because uh, everything else sucks. You did this. You, you did this, man. Proud of you. But we will go over week thirteen and well, just kind of what. Well, hold up here. So let's just say week eleven, okay? Let's say week eleven. All right. So the Packers beat the Chargers. That's something you love to see. That started their three game winning streak. Um, and then the Eagles beat the Chiefs that week. Yes, they did. Um, Broncos beat the Vikings. Yes, they did. That was something. Uh, Bills whooped the Jets. Was that uh, TB12's first start? That No, I think that was Zach Wilson's last start, I think. TB12 not even on the fucking team anymore. Rams beat the Seahawks 17-16. Tim Boyle was so bad. They said, you're done. <laughs> you just I don't know how you have a job, but you don't anymore. <laughs> Get the fuck out of this city. 49ers beat the Bucks. Dolphins beat the Raiders barely. The Giants beat the Commanders. That's the fucking Danny DeVito fucking parm fucking sausage sandwich that he ate before that game. All time great that game. Picture and he just fucking all time great game. I'm more scared of playing him than I was Herbert fucking Mahomes or fucking Jared Goff. I'm the fucking afraid of Danny DeVito. You should be. That's the quarterback I'm scared of. Because that dude's family, it will kill yours because Dogs. they are absolutely in they, the mafia. Yeah, I just don't think you would make it. Uh, the Lions beat the Bears. The Browns beat the Steelers in a game that put the Big Ten even back. <laughs> We're talking like Michigan-Harvard back in 1910. And that right? was a good game. Yeah. That I was, remember watching that live. I watched a documentary about that. Did you know Michigan was just like balling out on these fucks? Like Madden on fucking rookie back in the 20s? They were winning like <laughs> 86 winning every to game. nothing. Every game. That's pretty good. Over a span of like 10, 15 years, their uh, combined score against opponents was like, I'm not even kidding you, like 20,000 to 44. <laughs> And then they, they lost the game at the end of it, and the person who was the reason for the loss fucking killed himself. I'm not even kidding, what? dude. Yeah. What? <laughs> he fucking killed himself six years later, so he dwelled on that shit. 
for six years until he was like, I can't take it anymore. What? <laughs> yeah. That was worse than like World War II PTSD. So they've been cheating since 1910. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been sign stealing for yeah. 100 years. Uh, Texans beat the Cardinals that week. Oh, whatever. Ravens beat the Bengals that when Joe Burrow died. Yeah, that was when Joe Burrow got hurt. His uh, Packers, Packers beat the Lions on Thanksgiving. That was a that was great. Thanksgiving gave us three games that weren't worth watching, unless you're a Packers fan, a Dallas fan, or a San Fran fan. Yeah, that was cool stuff. You love to see. That Bear- was the Black Friday. Miami beat the shit out of the Jets game too. Yeah, Bears Vikings twelve to ten. That was a good game. That was a game that happened in the NFL. I predicted a tie that game, and I did not get that. You should almost get it, just because. <laughs> Um, Broncos beat the Browns. Jags beat the Texans. Rams on a streak, you know. Colts beat the Bucks. That was overtime, wasn't it? No, no. No. Week 13 was overtime, and we'll talk about that game. Absolutely. Um, 49ers, Seahawks, you know. Cowboys, Dak Prescott, as much as I fucking hate to say it, and I hate the Cowboys. Dak Prescott should be the front runner for MVP right now. I think he should. I I think think he should. Yeah, he's he's balling out. He's fucking good. One uh, thing that I didn't think was going to happen this year is when I thought that, was it Kellen Moore... Is he the, He's offense, the OC offensive for the Chargers now? He went to the Chargers. I was like, man, the Chargers are going to fucking kill it. Keenan Allen's going to be fucking killing it. Uh, Austin Eckler's going to be killing it. That's so good. Cowboys are fucked. But Mike McCarthy apparently <laughs> is a, a better coach and play caller. Well, here's the thing. Cowboys didn't lose a step without Kellen Moore. In they, fact, they this better. might be Dak's best season ever. Like, their, their running game isn't there, but, like, Who they're cares? cooking, man. They don't need it. They are cooking. Sometimes you don't need a run game. And on defense, dude, that, those cornerbacks, you know who's who that the cornerback Cowboys, coach is? Uh, starting running back? Uh, I can't would, remember. Whoever he is, would you ever take him as the very first pick in the draft if you had the choice? It's Zeke, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd take Zeke first overall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tony That's why Pollard. you get a guy like, oh, Would Tony you take Pollard? Tony Pollard number one? Um, I wouldn't. If there was a gun to my head, <laughs> I'd consider it. But I'd... also, I probably would just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're never letting that down, Bob. No, no, that one's that was. We're riding with that one. <laughs> Bob's putting laxatives in the brownies next year's draft. <laughs> he's like, he's laughing now, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna bring brownies in. We're gonna look at him and be like, not a fucking chance, not dude. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Dad. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, and then uh, yeah, last week Packers Chiefs. Uh, we talked about that. Bengals, Jags. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I think, might be the most flexible man on the planet. Also, um, is Jake Browning the MVP? <laughs> Dude. The Jags are good at choking. The I know, Jags but Jake are good Browning, at 32 choking. of 37 in his first career start. Dude, I think you could start with J- Jamar Chase, and you'd probably be throwing some balls. Well, Tyler Boyd couldn't. He threw Tyler the Boyd worst pick of the not. world. I mean, accuracy-wise, if he was aiming at the defender, great throw. It was throw. a great throw. Right on. But I thought Jake Browning balled out. Yeah, I mean, they won. They're not going anywhere, but they won. Jaguars kind of showing who they are. They are not a contender. Christian Kirk is dead. Um, Trevor is going to be out for a couple weeks. They said he might play next week. Did you see what happened to him in the Lions game last year? He got rolled up. His ankle went the other way. I wouldn't play him. He came back at halftime. I wouldn't play him. They're going to. I do one week without him. I do one week without him. Uh, Rams beat the Browns. What the fuck out of the Browns? Well, here's the thing. The Browns... Offense was bad all year, but at least in Deshaun's last game, when he broke his shoulder or whatever happened and he balled, it was like, okay, well, as much shit as we give him for his off-field stuff and as much shit we give him for not being the best, he's a fucking lot better than what they have without him. Joe Flacco, man. Well, the positive for the Browns, though, is uh, anybody who has Elijah Moore on fantasy, you can pull him off the bench now because Joe Flacco actually throws the ball to him. Yeah, that's true. Well, they they played together in New York last year. Oh, yeah? They were Jets players together. 
49ers Eagles, fuck. Oh, how about Chargers Patriots? Oh, yeah, you want to talk about setting football back a hundred years? The Chargers covered six nothing. They covered, bro. It was five and a half. <laughs> six nothing. How do you? That's bad. the The Patriots are the first team since 1938 to hold their opponents for three games under ten points and lose all three games. I have a question. Yeah. You know how I? You know I like Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. and they paid this dude a quarter of a billion dollars. But he has not been good this year, and I'm Everybody's not blaming. Again. I'm not blaming all on Justin because his coach. I I've said this time and time again. Brandon Staley is not. He's good. trash. Austin Eckler took the biggest step back of all time. He is fucking terrible. Watch like, him run. He runs like a fullback. Six, you double nothing. cover Keenan Allen. You're throwing it to fucking Donald Parham, Quentin Dropson, and fucking whoever the fuck else. You have to be able to score more than six points on the like abysmal Patriots. But the Patriots held the last two teams to under 10. One of them being the Colts. They held them 210. 210, yeah. It doesn't matter. The Colts won. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, Speaking of the Colts. Colts-Titans. What a game. That Okay. That was one of the best games of the week for that one. That was a great game. But it, that game comes down to three plays. The Colts blocked two punts, and one of killed them went the for a touchdown. Killed the, killed the punter. And at the end of the game, when the Titans could have had the go-ahead PAT, they missed it, shanked it hard. Mm-hmm. When they missed that, I said, I don't care if it goes into OT, we're not losing this game. And then at the end of the game, when Gardner threw a rainbow to Alec Pierce to set up an, a Michael Pittman touchdown, I screamed so loud I made my kid cry, and I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. I'll live with it. I'll live with it. Mitch, you balled out in that game, by the he way. He did ball out. He had a, a near-perfect rating, no mm-hmm. picks, two touchdowns. Michael Pittman, balled. Yep. And no Jonathan Taylor. And Zach Moss got banged up a little bit. Zach Moss right. got banged up. He's all right. But JT's back this week. Yeah. Uh, Bucks, P- Panthers, that's a, not a great game. Uh, Mike Mike Evans, another season over 1,000 yards. 10 straight. Pretty good. 10 um, for 10. Cardinals beat the Steelers 24 to 10 in uh, a what-the-fuck game of the week. Could it? Could Put a stain on the Steelers' season to keep them out of the playoffs. I mean, I hope they miss the playoffs. If that this would was college be a football, they would team. not make the playoffs. Um, Mitchell Trubisky is not it. Kenny Pickett is honestly not it. No. Um, that team has just been living on borrow time since Big Ben retired. Miami, Washington. Miami beat the folk out of them. Yeah, they did. With the who really should win the MVP, Tyreek Hill. Uh, true, true. Unfortunately, it's a quarterback award now, but Tyreek is the MVP of the league, in my opinion. Falcon Saints putting NFL back again. Terrible Ugh, game. Horrible game. Uh, Lions Saints. No, that was, that was Falcons uh, Jets. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Falcons Jets. Lions Saints, though. Uh, Lions were in control all game, but the Saints started coming back towards the end. Uh, Derek Carr is fucking hurt. Jameis. He's all fucked up. Saints are going to ball now. They are, man. It's James got see. that dog in them. D-A-W-G. It's good to see. Cowboys-Seahawks, great Thursday night game. That was the best Elite Thursday night game of the year. Thursday night game. Seahawks were balling out. DK Metcalf was balling out. Um, but Dak Prescott was balling out more. Dak, Dak played a fucking brilliant game Thursday night. You know who the corner coach for the Cowboys is? Mm-mm. Al Harris. Ah, Isn't the legendary Packer. Awesome? Al we Harris. want the ball and we're going to score. You know who the receiver coach for the Colts is? Who? Reggie Wayne. Fucking beautiful. And Michael Pittman is a dog. You love to see it. You love to see it. You know who the quarterback coach for... Uh, who throws a lot of picks? Josh Allen? The quarterback coach for the fucking... The Bills? Fucking Nate Peterman. I don't think so. <laughs> but he might be. as well you be. You would think it is. All right. Fucking week 14. All we're right. getting there. 
we're in it. We're in. We're in. <sighs> Five we're weeks in of football it. left. Five weeks of football left. But it's we also, sad. you know what we have to look forward to? The divisional round of football, the best week of football. B- bar none. No matter what is happening, you got the But now with the super wild card week, that's a just that's as good, good as divisional round. Both of round. those, yeah. You got Randy Savage. That's the cream of the crop. That is right the cream there. of the crop rises <laughs> to the top. Well, Thursday night football is, we went from Dallas, Seattle, which is great, to New England and Pittsburgh. The over-under is 30. I will hammer the under. If, the, I I, if it was 20, I'd hammer the if under. If it was 10, I'd hammer the under. <laughs> you got Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi or whoever the fuck it's versus Bailey. Mitchell Trubisky. Thursday night football. Amazon is fucked. Both offenses were terrible before this game. Um, this is bad. This is going to be a bad game. I might not. Wa- I will watch this game. You know some sick fucks are betting on this game. <laughs> just skip Dude, this they just one. hammer the under. If <laughs> they go it. watch this game, it be 48 to 45. Best game of the year. <laughs> Could you imagine? Not going to happen, though, because the Patriots are incapable of scoring more than 10. Okay, so do you know what the Patriots' point-per-game average is right now? They're 32nd in the league. <laughs> well, I, I would say, is it less than 20? Yeah. Is it less than 15? Yeah. <laughs> is it more than 10? Yeah. 12 and a half. It's fucking 12.3. 12, 12 three. points a game. That's so horrible. The Steelers aren't that much better at 28th with 16 points oh, a game. Oh, God. But the big difference is the turnover differential. The Patriots are 31st. Minus nine. Minus nine. Versus the Steelers, plus ten. That's because they have dogs on defense. Um, that, that's going to tell you all you need to know about this game. The Patriots fucking suck. The, if you have the Steelers defense in fantasy and you're like, should I start them? You, you should, should start yeah, them. Yeah, you absolutely should. Um, who do we got next? Uh, how about Tampa Bay at Atlanta? Battle for the NFC South. Tampa Bay wins. Suddenly they're in the driver's seat. It's true. Five and seven versus six and six. Fucking disgusting. Um, these teams fucking suck too, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. They're just not great. They have a lot of great talent. But I will take Baker over Desmond Ritter. I'm taking Baker as well. Um, are we both taking Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah we are. unfortunately. Rams at Baltimore in what should be a pretty decent game, although Lamar Jackson uh, is co-owner of the National Football Conference. He literally owns the NFC, so I'll yeah. take Lamar Jackson and he's company. Gonna, he's going to eat. I'm taking them too. Uh, so the Ravens have ran the ball. Very successfully, even though they don't have J.K. Dobbins, and it's a revolving door of running back. Gus. Fucking 158 yards a game. That's um, That Keaton Mitchell guy, he's fucking good. But the other thing is, points per game allowed for the Baltimore Ravens is 15. Best in the league. Best defense. Just cooking. Seventh best in yards per uh, given up per game. Um, passing game isn't where we thought it was going to be, but fuck it. But it's not it's not bad either. It, but it no. doesn't have to be. If you're running the ball 158 yards a game, you don't have to throw the ball elite. Yeah. And Mark Andrews is out, so they're even worse at that. But but yeah, Roquan Smith going under, kind of like under the radar as the best middle linebacker in the NFL. Just look at what the Ravens' Bald. defense was before, and look what it was after. Just fucking elite. Well, and Marlon Humphrey's still fucking really good. Kyle Hamilton's a dog. Kyle Hamilton is the last guy I'd want to take a tackle from. Calais Campbell fucking pissed test that dude. He is 804. He yeah. played in those 1910 he Michigan games. He was Goliath. <laughs> That's Goliath playing defensive tackle for the Ravens. Um, next, Detroit at Chicago, which could be a sneaky good game. Chicago almost beat him last week or last time. I think Chicago might put Detroit on upset alert this week. Interesting. Um, I don't. I think they will. I think, dude, ever since Justin Fields came back from injury, like. It makes me think if he was healthy the whole year, would we be seeing them as a playoff contender instead of Minnesota? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, 
I think the Lions win this game. It's going to be a gross, disgusting game. A lot of running. Um, it's going to be like 30 degrees. Fucking all wet out there. Windy. It's going to be a fucking big 10 showdown. Don't put ketchup on your hot dog. It's Chicago. Exactly. That's what's going to fucking happen. But the Lions are going to win that game. I'll tell you what. Uh, Indy at Cincy. Pfft, hammer Indy. All day. Hammer. Indy's all a one-point favorite. But Indy has won four in a row. Yep. Um, they, they were... Three and five, and everybody wrote them off except for me. Indy's defense is leaky, but they can get turnovers. They fuck. They can block um, punts, apparently. And, I mean, 25 points per game puts them at eighth in the league. They're scoring. Um, pretty, pretty like, even offense, 16th in passing yards, 12th in rushing yards. And that's that 28 points a game, that's with a back, a career, that's with Ryan Fitzpatrick of the modern day. Yep. Basically, that's not with Anthony Richardson, the fourth overall, the fourth overall pick, who when he wasn't hurt was a baller. Mm-hmm. That's with Gardner, the mustache Minshew. Yeah, I mean, if the Colts can just lock down Jamar Chase, Bengals have been able to run all year. So, no, and Joe Mixon's playing hurt. Joe Mixon's also just a, a wide receiver at this point. He's not run. They're not running the ball. Small J.P. Ryan might have been kind of important to that offense. I don't know. Yeah, they ran the ball a lot with Chase Brown the other night, and he's no good. Yeah. Uh, next is Jacksonville at Cleveland. A lot of what-ifs on this game. Kind of like Cleveland's defense to eat up whatever Jacksonville's offense is left. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I can't do this because I, I want to say if Trevor plays Jacksonville, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to take Jacksonville. Uh, next is Carolina at New Orleans. Is this the shit bowl of the week? This is the shit bowl of the week. Um, the Panthers, um, surprisingly, seventh in the league in yards per game allowed. Make that make sense? That's because their offense gives the or their defense. No, their offense gives the opponent's offense great field position all the time. Um, it's the rough. Panthers are terrible. They're just. You have a tie this game though. Yeah, I do, because the Saints fucking suck too. Nah, Jameis is gonna ball. Jameis is gonna throw fucking four picks and four touchdowns. And they're going to tie. Um, how about Houston at the Jets? When it rains, it pours in New York. You got Robert Sala's fucking protege over here coming to town, destroying him. He played for him. Sala was the defensive coordinator when in uh, Houston when D'Amico Ryans was a player. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. The so. Texans have a completely over played what they were projected this year they are the eighth seed right now in just missing the playoffs they may make the playoffs because i think cleveland and pittsburgh are going to fall apart and i think indy and houston are going to steal two spots i think so too uh if they have anything tells you anything vegas um 96 of money line bets are on houston yeah i would i would be in the, not, i would not be in the fourth percentile so it's only minus 198 yeah i would t- i would take houston um uh, but, oh, wait, go ahead. So one interesting thing. So the obviously we know their team sucks, but passing yards per game, 31st in the league with the Jets, only 160 yards a game. God awful. Rushing yards is 29th, 90 yards a game. It's they are bad. That O-line is so incredibly it's terribly horrible. bad. Because they're, I mean, yeah, but Aaron Rodgers isn't coming back this year. He's going to fucking die if he does. No, I wouldn't come back if I was saying I'd be like, I'm going to go do some more ayahuasca. Yeah, uh, Brees Hall's banged up. That's not good for them. No, he's um, their best player. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough out here. Adrian Amos, he, he's he got cut and signed by the Texans. He played. He's starting for the Texans this week. Um, uh, Alan Lazard signed to a, a six. huge contract for a receiver like him, inactive last week. Yep, coach's choice. 
Randall Cobb hasn't seen the field. Healthy and active. Tim Boyle is not on the team anymore. <laughs> Daniel Hackett is terrible. Aaron Rodgers' <clears throat> buddies are just trying to make flies while the Packers are. I mean, Al Lazard's a cyclone. I love him, but turns out he ain't much without Aaron Rodgers. It's true. I mean, it's sad. That's sad. But on the other side of it, you have a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. Who are balling. Who are second in the league in passing yards per game at 275, just fucking balling. Tank Dell's injury fucking sucks, but... Nico's there. They're still going to fucking ball. Nico Collins Um, can play. Texans are a good fucking team. They can't run the ball, but they're good. Yeah, I mean, you're right. They can't run the ball, but they also haven't had Damian Pierce most of the season. Um, He played last week, got a touchdown, and I accidentally benched him. I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to play him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Houston in this game. I hate. Here's the thing: I hate the Jags and I hate the Titans more than any other teams in the world. Fuck them. And I don't love Houston, but it's the only team in the AFC South that I respect. Houston's like your Lions, like to me. for you. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, Aiden Hutchinson a Texan? Aiden Hutchinson? No, he's a Lion. No, my bad. The other Hutchinson, Iowa State Hutchinson. Oh, Xavier Hutchinson. Yeah, he's like their sixth receiver though. But he may Fifth play. Now? He may play without Tank Dell there. He's a rookie. He was like a six-round pick. It's not like he was, you know, well sought after. But maybe he gets his chance. But he's like, the Texans, when they're not playing the Colts, and when it's not this close to playoff time, because I want the Colts to make it, it's like, I kind of want to see Houston win some games. Like, yeah, I, do too. I loved J.J. Watt for a long time. So, um, yeah, anyway, there you go. Um, how about Minnesota at Vegas, which, like, on paper it seems terrible, but really it's not. It's going to be some physical football. Yeah. Some dogs on both sides. I think Kevin O'Connell's a really good coach in Minnesota. I, I think really so think too. he's a good coach. I think Justin Jefferson coming back is going to be the uh, the big thing in this game. I think Josh Dobbs is just smiling all week because he's, he's like, ready. Yeah, I think if uh, Jefferson played last week, I think the Vikings beat the Bears. Yeah. But, yeah, the Raiders, they got some talent. They're motivated. But I think the Vikings take this game. Yeah, because the Vikings are still trying to get that that seventh seed, and they're going to have to really compete with Green Bay to get there now. Because all of a sudden Green Bay's getting hot. Mm. Um, here's our second largest spread of the week at ten and a half points. San Fran hosting Seattle. Now it's it's set that big because two things: San Fran's hot as shit. Seattle's lost two in a row, and one of them was a blowout loss to San Fran at home. Now they're going to San Fran. I think San Fran wins this game too. I think San Fran fucking destroys the Seahawks, unfortunately, for the Seahawks. It's a bad matchup for Seattle. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Because San Fran has the best defense in the league, Mm -hmm. and they have the best offense in the league. Yep. I mean, and here's, look, I love Brock Purdy as much as the next guy, and probably more than the next guy. I probably love Brock Purdy more than most San Fran fans. He's not the MVP, guys. No. And he might win it, but he's not the MVP. you got to look at where his throws end up. Debo and Christian McCaffrey take a five-yard pass, and... Nobody's asking Brock Purdy to throw the ball 50 yards. So, like, let's put this in no. perspective. Nobody's asking him to throw 50 he's yards. He's doing what he's supposed to do. The, the game plan is throw a five-yard out to Debo and let Debo cook, and then that's what they do. Yeah, every once in a while toss it up to Ayuk or Kittle. And then he does, and then they score. Yeah, because they're sitting back waiting for the line of scrimmage pass. So, like, the Brock hate needs to end, and the Brock overlove needs to end. He is a middle-of-the-road quarterback. He's top half of the league. On a good week, he's top 10. But he's not, like, elite, and he's not bad. Like, this idea that, oh, he sucks, he just has weapons. First of all, he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jimmy Garoppolo had those weapons. And I'm not saying Jimmy G's so great, but fuck it, and he went to the Super Bowl. Like, this is, like, let's call it what it is. He's an above-average quarterback. Yeah. He he could be right at 16. 
Yeah, he, he could be right there, right down the middle. He's anywhere from 10 to 16 for me. Where would he succeed in a good offense? Probably. Where would he be terrible in a bad offense? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But he's in a perfect situation. And you can't and hate like, him for you that. You can't be mad at him for being in the perfect situation. He, he was the last draft pick, and he was behind Jimmy Garoppolo, a quarterback who'd been to the Super Bowl, and Trey Lance, who was the second or third overall pick. And then both of those guys either got hurt or were fucking terrible. And then he came in and then won a bunch. Like, yeah. Don't hate the guy. Anyway, there's my rant. At the end of the day, I mean, you could break down anything and just say, like, any quarterback is good with the perfect situation weapons and any woman's bad. There's only a couple of them, like an Aaron Rodgers in the 2018 year where you're throwing it up fucking Geronimo Allison and shit. Or Or Patrick Mahomes this year where he has Kittle. Tom Brady with with an injured Julian Edelman and Kevin Hogan instead. Yeah. So, I mean... They're obviously not going to be able to keep all these weapons forever. We'll see what happens down the line, but this is their year to win the Super Bowl. I mean, Peyton's last year in Indy, Reggie Wayne went down. He had Austin Collie and an okay at some times, but also not okay at other times, Pierre Garçon. Like, some great quarterbacks can overcome situations. Dude, Pierre Garçon made some fucking nuts catches on his day. And he also made some nuts drops. Like <laughs> He's one of those types of players, man. James Jones for the Packers was the same. Like, James Jones, you throw it right into his fucking hands, drops it. Hey. You throw it 10 yards in the air, he does a fucking backflip and kicks it into his hands. Jeff Janis. <laughs> Jeff Janis didn't catch shit except for the two yeah, that no Mary. one thought he yeah. would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next is maybe another possible game of the week. Buffalo at KC. This is an interesting game, man. I think this is a very interesting game. The only reason I'm taking Buffalo here is for the fact that everybody in that organization – from Josh Allen to the backups to the coach to the owner knows they have to win this game. Yes, but I don't see a scenario where Kansas City drops two in a row. So do you think football math is stupid, but are the Packers a better team than the Bills? They're both six and six. Who's a better team? Okay. Hear me out. Uh-huh. Here is why it's not just about who has the better roster? It's Buffalo, okay? But with young wide receivers who are either in their first or second years in the league, with a banged-up O-line, no Aaron Jones, with practice squad corners. The, the O-line's getting better. With practice squad corners. That's true. And a first-year starter whose stats are very identical to Aaron Rodgers when he was a first-year starter. I believe in the Packers more than I believe in the Bills because, on the other end, the Bills have a proven a star wide receiver, receiver. Top five, maybe. A proven quarterback who's been in the league for seven, six years, five a years. true, legit tight end prospect. A true tight end prospect. A, a number two receiver who'd be a number one at most teams and number two in any other team, Gabe Davis. Who he just doesn't throw to sometimes because he's maybe a two-read quarterback. A defensive coach with a defense that is underplaying. Yeah. Banged and, up, and banged they're up. and they're also six and six. So in perspective, no, I I guess yes, the roster's better in Buffalo, but I don't I trust the coach and the quarterback, and I trust the rest of the team because the way they're playing more in Green Bay than I do Buffalo right now. And yeah, I've had a full revelation that apparently Joe Barry might know what he's doing, and I'd like to apologize. I really thought he was a fucking idiot. 
Maybe he still is. Here's, I don't know. He's going to be an idiot when they suck again. That's just the way it is. But right now, he's not. But here's another thing, too. And here's the perspective thing. If at the beginning of the year, before week one, if I said to you, hey, with everything going on, they went 8-9 and last year. I think at you know after 12 weeks, I think Green Bay is going to be 6-6. Six and six. You'd be like, wow, that's okay. That can put us in the playoffs, right? You'd be, you'd be, you'd be, you wouldn't be great about that. It'd be different be, if you said that four weeks ago. Yeah, it would. you'd be really excited. But I guess the other thing is Matt LaFleur is finding ways somehow – to, to win make games. all these things work with Buffalo what he Buffalo finds has. ways to lose. And then on the other end, if I told a Buffalo fan, hey, I think after 12 weeks, you're going to be 6-6. Six and six. Oh, fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. We're not going to be 6-6. Six and six. We're going to be the Super Bowl champions. You're the September champions. Well, that's why coaching is so important because you need to have a coordinator who can still make things happen because you can have a great quarterback like Mahomes or Rodgers, but if shit starts getting stale and they start playing hero ball too much, it's not going to fucking end up working. And that's all Josh Allen plays. Yeah, and Andy Reid... Unfortunately, this year is giving fucking dipshit the fucking keys to the car. What, what's his name? The fucking Bears old coach. Oh, uh, Matt Eberflus? No. The, no. The, oh, the, the, oh uh, what the, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who obviously Idiot. is a uh, big step down from the dude in Washington Eric right Bannemi. now. Eric um, Who's a head coaching candidate all over the league he right now? He should be, because as bad as Washington is, their offense balls every their week. Their offensive line fucking sucks, but he's still like, that offense looks very Sam cool Howell sometimes. Sam um, that's what's so important. And the Chiefs are hurting because obviously they don't have the weapons as much, but also that scheme might not be it. And the Bills, that offensive scheme, no matter what you fucking tell me, it that is not it. It's not no. it whatsoever. Well, okay, here's here's the thing. At some point, your stats, your yards, your attempts, your 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 athleticism, your running and all that stuff, all that stuff goes out the window if if you can't win a game. It's true. They had a shootout against Philly. Josh Allen statistically outplayed Jalen Hurts from the beginning to but end. But Jalen Hurts can put the fucking game away. But the Josh, Eagles can put a game away. But Josh Allen threw the ball 50-something times, and they lost. Because on the other end, you had a smarter quarterback with a smarter coach and a smarter game plan. And the, the smarter everything won. Yeah. And, I mean, the Bills have just never been able to finish a game. And they've never been able – I mean, Josh Allen can make some fucking awesome plays. He's got a great cannon of an arm. He can do crazy shit. But a lot of times it comes down to oh, it's three, third and five. Oh, Josh Allen's going to fucking run. If he doesn't run, it's an incomplete. <laughs> and they're going to catch on eventually, and he's not going to be as fast eventually. And that shit's going to catch up to him. Six and six for Green Bay is, is, a, is a good situation. Six and six for Buffalo is a horrible situation. Yeah. They but, are currently the 11th seed in the and AFC. That's why I'm taking the Bills, because if I'm wrong, the Bills are fucked. It'll be really interesting to watch this offseason. If they win... It'll then just keep going it. on to what it's... But this is a must-win game, and you have to expect that the coaching staff and everybody involved is going to try their best to put it all out there. And they're coming off a bye, right? They're coming off a bye, and Sean McDermott is 4-0 off a bye. So give them a chance to come off the bye, and maybe they fucking figured out what they're supposed to do, whether it be get James <laughs> Cook way more involved than he is running the ball, whether it be... Or 7-0. You know, trying, trying to get Gabe Davis more involved or figuring out who the real wide receiver three is. You know, Dawson Knox might be back. Give them the chance to get it all together. And on the Chiefs' side, obviously they can win any game, but they just did not look like – they just didn't look great against the Packers. But I also think on the Chiefs' side too, and, and football is, is is a game of when you play teams. Like, on paper, I don't think most people really believe San Francisco's better than Philly. I don't think people think that. And I think if you said, well, if it's the NFC Championship game right now, who are you taking? I think most people would take Philly. Then they're both stacked but, teams, but the Eagles are just stacked in a just a way more disgusting way. But I think when when 
when Philly played San Fran's important because Philly is a little banged up. They were coming off some close wins. San Fran was just getting hot again, and then they killed them, right? Same with Green Bay. Green Bay was getting hot. Kansas City has been a little stagnant. So when they played, Green Bay was just better. It just is well, what it is. And I think the other thing, too, with comparing those teams is if someone gets hurt on the Eagles, you know, obviously minus Jalen Hurts, the team carries on. They can continue yep. to play very good football. They, Dallas got not playing right now. He's banged up. And they're fine. And they're still continuing to play football. But on the other end, and you can argue, uh, but the 49ers don't. No. When you know, they get, get banged up guys, they don't. They when don't play C, well. When Debo was out, they couldn't, that was they a couldn't way move. different team. They couldn't move. And you could say that for almost anybody on that team. Kittle plays 98% of the snaps, and half the time he's blocking. And that's why that team's so fucking good. Kittle goes out. He's an offensive line. He's what happens if Ayuk line? goes out? They're all stacking the box. They're all playing and trying to shut down that uh, passing game behind the line of scrimmage. But the Eagles, like let's say A.J. Brown got hurt. That would fucking suck. But they have a potential wide receiver one on many teams. Devonta Smith on the other side. 100%. Um, and a, a great running game and a great offensive line. And the Eagles have been banged up on the secondary. And they're, you know, give Bayard a little bit to get settled in. But, yeah, I mean, I'm still – Unbelievably high on the Eagles. Me too. I, I am too. And I, I, that's still my suitable pick today. <clears throat> Here's the thing too about when you play teams and about things like that. You're making the argument of, well, Buffalo's, they have to win because they're 6-6 six and six and their season could be over if they don't. If Kansas City doesn't win, the one seed's gone. Because Miami and Baltimore are still ahead of them because they have one last loss. But And they don't play Baltimore this year. But if, if, if the Chiefs, let's just say they win out, and Baltimore and Miami both lose one more game, the Chiefs are the one seed. Because they would have the tiebreak over Miami, and then I don't remember what the math is, but they have some sort of tiebreak over Baltimore based on like opponents or something like that. So when you look at it in that perspective, it's like, well, I, the Chiefs are playing for the same thing, and the one seed matters. We've never seen Patrick Mahomes play a playoff game away, have we? Uh, not away. He's he's hosted every playoff game he's ever. So it obviously matters, and I feel like I don't think you want to go to Baltimore and play a playoff game. No, I, that, that's great. It's, you're, that's a great point because their crowd is awesome and yeah. they're a good team. I don't know as much about Miami. It's almost nah, like it's going hot. to play the Super Bowl. I'll it's like there. it's going to be nice. Yeah, yeah the fans are uh, Miami now. Miami they don't want to play in Kansas City in January. Fuck no, they really don't want to play in Baltimore. They're built for the heat. Miami going. That's another thing. Kansas City knows that going into this game against Buffalo. Hey, we need to win this game. We need to win out because Miami and Tyreek Hill and all them. We want them to come to Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, big time. Big time. So, I mean, every game fucking matters. Yeah, and every game matters all year, but right now it's when it matters most. Yeah. So, I don't know. I got Kansas City. I still think, like I've said before in this, regardless of how bad they're playing at times, I think as long as Mahomes is breathing, that's the favorite it should be, and I think it will be. So, it's going to be a hell of a game regardless. Hopefully the Chiefs— should be a great game. Hopefully the Chief, Chiefs' defense will kind of get a little healthier. They got really fucking banged up. Against Packers, they lost lost some big pieces. They lost uh, their number two middle linebacker. Yep, they, um, and he's probably out because he was fucking knocked unconscious. Yeah, he was out. Uh, yeah. Their, one of their starting yeah. safeties was hurt pretty bad. They uh, said was that Reed Justin Reed? No, no, that was uh, Mike Edwards. His ankle got bent. It was Mike way. Edwards. Yeah, so I mean that defense is banged up. Um, but Steve Spagnuolo knows how to make sh- weird That's shit work. He's, with who he's, he's one got. of the best DCs in the football right now. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch this game, and I don't think it's going to be as fun and exciting as everybody thinks it is. It ain't going to be, be like that divisional game a couple years ago. No, it ain't going to be 13 second Mahomes. It's going to be a grueling game. It's going to be a battle in the trenches for sure. And if and if Kansas City's O line can step up and not 
Because they, even though they were getting a lot of calls against Green Bay, they still played horribly. I mean, dude, Rashawn Gary could do whatever the he Packers, wanted that game. Uh, Defensive line are kind of dogs, man. Well, they got Gary. some good players in the draft. Preston Smith's having a resurgence. Who's that white dude in the middle? Luke Van Ness. Yeah, dude, that dude's first good. round pick I like from him. Iowa. He's good. Never started a game in college. Only a rotational player. Got drafted in the first round and it's just fucking a good. Dog. Yeah. Um, all right. So anyway, there's our big analysis there. Next is Denver at Chargers. And this is like the same fucking thing. This is a must-win game for both teams. Is it not? It is. And I don't trust five either quarterback. Seven. They lose Denver this game, they're done. They're probably almost done now. Unfortunately, if De- I think either team that loses this game could be done. Because if Denver loses, they're looking up at a possible Buffalo win. Houston and Indy and Cleveland and Pittsburgh all ahead of them. Is this, this Brandon Staley's last game? Ah, no. Because at this point in the season, through 14 weeks, I don't think they fire anybody. I think the Chargers say, fuck it, we'll roll, and then literally the day after the final game, or maybe the hour after the final yeah. game of the year, they well, fire him. Vegas-wise, they're hammering Denver. 93% of the fucking uh, two-and-a-half-point spread bets, uh, plus 120, money line 84%. Um, Dude, Denver's defense, ever since that 70-point drop to Miami, has been really good. They both have good turnover uh, differentials. Hold on to the ball. Making plays on defense. Denver is Patrick Sertan okay? Yeah, uh, he came back last playing. week. He came back last mm-hmm. week. Um, he's gonna, if he's going to shut down Keenan Allen. Well, I mean, he shut down, and it's funny we say this because we didn't know that the Texans had weapons, but he shut down Tank Dell before he got hurt. Zero points. Yeah, in fantasy, he least, yeah. shut him down. Um, and yeah, Tank Dell's good. <laughs> like, this game is going to be. It's going to be interesting. The Chargers historically have always had that, like, run funnel or tunnel defense, you know, right? Yeah. Like, we are going to yeah shut you down on the run game and you have to throw against us and blah, blah, blah. And the the Broncos are a running team. Yep. And they, they, they have good play action. They can, they can throw. Yeah, know? I mean, they have a good two-headed game with Samaji and um, Williams. I mean, Yeah, and Cleo Mack slowly having, like, maybe one of the better careers of his years of his well, career. He's league in sacks. 15? 15 and a half. 15 and a half sacks. He's playing great, with, even with Bosa out. But really, outside of him and Derwin James and Asante Samuel Jr., kind of. On a good week. shaky, yeah. He's like Trayvon Diggs. Like, yeah. one week he's great, and the next week he's a bum. Um. And then defense on the other side, yeah, you got dogs. You got a lot of dogs and maybe dirty dogs, but yep. you got dogs. You got, yeah. <laughs> um, God, I don't know. After last week, watching the Patriots shut them to six points and watching the Broncos play, I mean. They played all right. Decent. I mean, at the end of the day, because C.J. Stroud made mistakes and Russ Wilson made mistakes, but Stroud made one less mistake than Russ. Cause yeah. It's not, like the, it's not like Houston played a great game. It was 22-17. to 17. It was, like, really not a good game. But – Comes out of mistakes, and Russ made a mistake. Also, Russell's playing. He's, he's having a great year. Hey, I don't care what anybody says. He's playing well compared to last year. Amazing. Yeah, I mean he's he's not he's not twenty fourteen Russ, but he's not twenty twenty two Russ. No, and that really shows like how incompetent Nathaniel Hackett was. Oh, and still is. Well, he couldn't even manage a clock. I mean, no, and I mean, as much as I hate Sean Payton, fucking dude knows what he's doing. Sunday night football. Wait, who'd we pick? Oh, I got I got Denver. I got Denver knocking the Chargers I forgot who out. I sent you. You said Chargers. I'm making a late tra- change. Okay. I'm making a change. I'm taking the Broncos, man. I got gotcha. you. I me- love Justin Herbert, but for his own sake, they, they, I got to hope they lose because they need someone else there. Imagine mm-hmm. Enemy going out to the Chargers. Uh, That's I something mean, you'd if, love to see. If Eric Enemy becomes the head coach of the Chargers, 
it makes the Chargers Chiefs way more interesting. Not just because of the coaching history, but because the offenses would both cook. And everybody's shitting on Quentin Johnson right now. You gotta give the dude some fucking give him some time. Devontae Adams was a drop maniac his first year. Yeah, now he's a beast. Okay. Jamar Chase in the preseason, at least his rookie year, was dropping a lot. Give him a fucking break. Let him work it. He he is a good physical specimen. Not everybody's going to be the best rookie in the world. No. And, I mean, the situation he went into was him thinking, okay, I'm going to be wide receiver three this year. Four. I'm going to be. Josh Palmer was three. Yeah. And I'm going to kind of work my way into the into the league. Um, and he jumped right into two. Yeah, and because he was having a hard time. Hurt. Give him Give him some time. You can't judge a rookie like that early. No, you Most can't. Most of the time. You can't. And and another reason you can't is cuz on the other end, like we've seen rookies who had great years and then horrible careers. And we didn't we didn't know this fucking wide receiver class was that deep. It was super deep. We Josh no Downs, Rasheed Rice. I was right about Rasheed Rice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tank Dell, who's Tank Dell. probably the best rookie receiver. Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed, uh Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers. Yeah. All even, have been dogs. Even did you say Puka? Puka, Puka Nakua. Nakua, man. Um, That's Dana White's cousin. Wicks. From the Packers, another he's a dog too. Another young receiver on the Packers is good. A lot of good fucking Trey Palmer. Players. Trey Palmer, Tampa, he's been good. He had to step into a bigger role when uh, Russell Gage got hurt. Yep. Um, this is just a very deep class. Super deep, a uh, way deeper than we thought. Not really like the top heavy, like the Drake London. Jim- it was Jameson like fifth Williams. rounders. It was more of just like throughout the draft, really good players. I like seeing that too. Because Josh Downs is a third rounder, and like. We got Isaiah McKenzie, and I thought Josh Downs would be like wide receiver four, and he's yeah. wide receiver two. Like, yeah. he's it's Pittman and him, and then Pierce is on a good day. Pierce jumps around, yeah, yeah, he's there, he's fast. <clears throat> um, Sunday night football. Here's actually the game of the week because this is going to decide the NFC East. Dallas at no Dallas hosting Philly. Like like I said with Kansas City losing to GB, I don't I don't like to to pick against Philly after a loss. They lost, and they got shit on by the San Fran. Yeah. And I think that does one of two things to, to teams, depending on how good they're coached. A poorly coached team that plays well after a blowout loss to a team who could be the number one seed like San Fran will play horrible the next week. A great coach team who loses to the team that they're going to be battling against in the playoffs that badly the next week typically comes out and they dog. I think Philly's going to dog. I think so, too. Um I mean, obviously, the Cowboys are undefeated at home this year. They're killing it. They're having and a great, great year. But I just, of all the teams in the league that, like, I would be afraid of, depending on certain situations, like if Philly. I was playing against them and some reason they were pissed, I just think I'd be really scared to play Philly. Philly's terrifying. And as good as Cowboys' defense is, they are the worst team against the Tush Push this year, statistically. Just Tush Push the whole time. That was that was the the on on Fox Sports this morning. It was like the most yards the Tush Push got this year was against Dallas that last time they played. Fuck. Hey, is Lane, hopefully Lane Johnson's okay. I hope so. And he gets out there. Um, I just think they're gonna eat, man. I think I just I think AJ Brown or Devonta Smith. I don't know which one yet. One of them is gonna have one of those games where you're like, God damn. 202 yards. Yeah, something fucking disgusting. All right, here's my here's my prediction for the final score. 35 to 31. I think it's a great game. I think Philly wins at the end. I think Eagles defense shuts it down. I think pick, with a, maybe. I think with a minute and a half left, Jalen gets the ball. And Jalen is now turning into like the the top tier of quarterbacks where it's like if that dude has the ball 2 minutes left, that dude's winning. 
That's what we've thought about Mahomes for years. His I mean, hands get steadier dude, in that just, situation. Like J- he's he Jalen is just in. I I love Jalen Hurts right now. Oh, I do too. And he's been banged up. He's been banged up. You can't tell me that he's that's dumb. not hurting their offensive production. But he is still playing. They're obviously not running with him as much because of the injury. Um, but man, they're going to be eaten. That's another team that they like. They control their own destiny. If they lose one more game and San Fran doesn't. San Fran's a one seed. Yeah. If you're Philly, you're playing cold Philly weather, you want to host the playoffs. And go to any other like sports media right now. They're writing the obituary for Philly in this game. Which is they're so all dumb. right now. They're like the Cowboys are gonna roll. If anything we learned about the Cowboys over the last couple years, they can't they can't play big games. No. This is a big game. Yeah. They got the the two biggest games the Cowboys played this year were against Philly and San Fran. One mm-hmm. of them they got fucking destroyed by San Fran. And then the other one, they really got outplayed for three and a half quarters, started to make a comeback, and then got shut down. Yeah. We know what's going to happen. I think Philly, Philly all day. Uh, and then Monday night, we had a double, double header. Better. Let's go. Tennessee at Miami, 13 and a half point spread. Better days for Tennessee. Their defense is not good, and Miami's offense is good. <laughs> yeah, rough. Did you see Raheem Mostert leads the AFC at running backs for yeah. Pro Bowl votes? No, I did not. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's cool to see. He's 31. Um, he's going to fucking cook today, too. Uh, also, Tyreek Hill is 519 yards away from getting the only 2,000-yard season ever, and he may do it in 16 and not 17 I hope he games. does it in 16 so he people can 14. shut the fuck up and not be like, it's the extra game. Fuck that. Fuck off and enjoy Watt history. TJ Watt broke the record in sacks with one less game. Yeah, fuck off and enjoy history, for fuck's sake. But yeah, Tyreek, a little banged up, but he's all right. I think his hand's fucked up. Tyreek Hill, yeah, he his hand is, but who cares? Yeah. He's the fastest man in the world. Just nuts. Jalen Waddle, he's not having as big of a year, but that's just because Tyreek Hill's fucking stealing everything. He's ball hawking. And Jalen doesn't need to. Jalen's role is set, no. and he's Tua, playing well. Tua's playing amazing football, MVP candidate. And then um, you got the two-headed running back monster of Raheem and Devin Chain. Or I think Chain is a little banged up. That's I think fine. he hasn't come back fully. Um, he had a touchdown last week. Yeah. Everybody uh, had a touchdown against Washington, though. Right. On <laughs> it was kind of like that, that, that Denver game where fucking Chosen got a Chosen touchdown. Got it, Tony. Mike White. Everybody. <laughs> like, you know you know, Miami's doing well when Mike White comes in. Because last week against Washington, Mike White got some playing the time. The Jets are over here like, we have four QBs all worse than Mike White. Why don't we re-sign him? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's true. That's so true. <laughs> they really are. This could be a different year if Mike White was a Jet. He could. They could be undefeated. Uh, Probably not. Um... Jaden Phillips, I think his name is Jordan Phillips. I don't know. Jordan Phillips, linebacker. He's good. That fucking sucks. Yeah, he, he sucks. Was playing he's, great. That sucks that he's hurt. Yeah. Um, Jalen Ramsey though, he's balling. He's balling. Playing yeah. some really good football. Javon Holland is playing great football. <laughs> Ninety-nine yard, hundred and fifty-five yard pick six. Disgusting. Well, he's fast as shit. Watch that with the Titanic music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Um, who's that big son of a bitch? They're they're uh, Christian of, Wilkins. Wilkins, I fucking love that dude. dude. Eats you ever watch him mic'd up? No, he's fucking hilarious. Is he? <laughs> he's so funny. Even in the middle of it, he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's he like, like joking with people <laughs> right before he lights them up. Like Andrew Luck is a defensive lineman. <laughs> oh, dude, Andrew Luck was the best. He'd get hit, hit, like, nice hit, <laughs> nice hit ninety two. Nice hit ninety two. No, that's just football, bud. That's just football. That's all good. Nice hit. <laughs> oh. Miami ever, by a million. You ever see Joe Burrow <laughs> mic'd up? No. Uh, in the Super Bowl before uh, before the Super oh, Bowl when started. He met Aaron but he was like going up to he he did it to like all the Rams. He's like, hey, what's up, Aaron? I'm Joe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't don't kill me this game, dog. Oh, what's Joe stuff. saying? Fucking mayo for Sam. <laughs> mayo for Sam. <laughs> oh 
shit. Steelers win the fucking Super Bowl for some reason. He goes up to the White House. They're like, where's Terry? Where's Terry Bradshaw? <laughs> they have the same brain capacity, Joe Biden and Terry Bradshaw. If you combine their IQs, you get one. Jesus fucking Christ. They're over here. Put them on Fox together. We got the Oilers going to win this week. I think the Oilers could do it. Mouth for Sam. <laughs> and then finally, the other uh, doubleheader for Monday night. Green Bay at New York. Giants. Tommy DeVito. Who cares? I think Green Bay wins. <laughs> this is a revenge game for what they did to us last yeah, year. Yeah, but you know what? It was reversed last year because last year the Giants were a playoff team and Green Bay was not. They didn't um, play like one. And then this year, Green Bay, probably a playoff team. I just hope they ruin them. I think Green Bay doesn't strike me as the team that's going to beat you by 50. No. Right? But they can score 27 points and win. What? What happened? Stepmom just dropped Jonathan Taylor. Jen. You dropped Jonathan Taylor? Oh, man. I hope I have a good waiver pick. I'm picking up fucking JT, baby. Where does it say where the waivers are? Hold on. Why would she drop him? Because he's hurt and she needs a running back. I wish these were open. We're doing this live right now. I got a claim in. Where the fuck is he, dude? You just gotta look there for him. Is, there he is. What's the waiver order, though? I don't know. I'm ahead of you. God damn it! I'm eighth. You're ninth. I'm deleting this. Why are you ninth? I have a better record. It's based off of the last waivers. And I picked up Jordan Love. Well, I dropped Derrick Henry to get Jonathan Taylor, which may not be the smartest move in the world. So you well, can, I'll pick him up after that. Yeah, you that, get Derrick Henry. Cool. That's cool. <laughs> I'll take it. But um, I've got I've got Najee Harris, Brees Hall, Derrick Henry, and DeAndre Swift all questionable this week. Oof. So I need JT now. Tyreek Hill carrying me to the promised land. Um, so that's guess, cool. We got like nine more minutes before I'm done talking. Okay, yeah, you go probably for need it. to go home. Um, we're recording this late, by the way. So the last thing I wanted to look at here is so just looking at standings right now. Okay. Okay. Um. I mean, who do who do you think sneaks in at six and seven on the AFC? Right now, it's the Browns and the Colts, but the Steelers, Browns, Colts, Texans, all seven and four. A lot of things can change. I see two teams on the uptick. I see two teams going down. You know which two teams I'm talking about. Even the Jags. Trevor Lawrence misses some games, man. I mean, the Colts win two games. Jags lose two. Texans go one and one. Colts are in that in first place in their division. Well, here's the thing. So the Colts lost twice to the Jags. So the yeah. Jags will always have that over the Colts. The Texans beat the Jags twice. And the Colts have an opportunity week 18 to beat the Texans twice. So it's it's going to come down to a lot of the other tiebreakers. Well, Look, the, is it wrong to say the Colts are the hottest team in the AFC right now? Well, they've won four straight. I mean, it's them or Baltimore. But I think Baltimore's pretty high right now. Or Miami. Miami's kind of hot, too. Yeah. But here's the thing. But is out of the, not the, Colts, the top teams. Yeah, the Colts aren't playing against Ravens in, in Miami right now. The Colts are against and, – and here's – I'm digressing a little bit, but here's the other thing, too, that people have to realize. The Colts, Steelers, and Browns all sit at 7-5. Colts play the Steelers next week, not this week. But even though the Browns are the tiebreaker of the Colts, they won't finish with the same record because the Browns are on a downward spiral. The Steelers are on a downward spiral. The Colts are an upward spiral, and the Texans have remained upward as well. Yeah. I I I think at the end of the day, I think I think the Jags will still win the AFC South. And I think we're gonna see three AFC South teams sneak in the playoffs, which nobody would have predicted. And I wouldn't have either. That was a dog shit division, just I think it's gonna end up with Colts five, Texans six, 
And seventh's going to either be Denver or Buffalo, depending on who can figure it out at the end. Yeah. There's just, it's going to be exciting football leading up to it. Um, and then on, on the NFC side, I mean, you can count out the fucking South, whatever, whatever shittiest team fucking ends up being the top there, whatever. Um, but I mean, it's truly looking like it. It's just the battle for the six and seven. I think everything else is pretty much. Yeah, because the Cowboys or the Eagles, I guess, will be the fifth seed, depending on what happens yeah. this week. Um, and yeah, I mean, you have six and six through six, seven, eight, nine. You got the Vikings, Packers, Rams, Seahawks. The, pro- the tough part That's of the Seahawks a- is they have a gauntlet still. They do, and they're fucked and they're fucking banged up. I I think six seven is going to be Green Bay Rams. It's possible. I just think their schedules are more favorable. I think if the Falcons take the Bucks out this week and the Saints lose. It's really just a battle between the four. Seahawks will be out. It'll be a battle between the three, really. Mm-hmm. If we're looking at that way, Vikings, Packers, Rams. Vikings and Packers have a game coming up. It'll be exciting to watch. Right now, I just think Green Bay's hotter than Minnesota, despite the same records. Because I think the Josh Dobbs effect, which we all love him, I think it's wearing off. Yeah. And we see this with backup quarterbacks, where sometimes they come in and they stay hot, like Gardner Minshew. And sometimes they come in and they start hot, and then it's like, okay, but let's... Let's get real. Yeah, give him some time. He had to buy. I mean, Minnesota beat San Fran because together. Brock Purdy played half the game with a concussion. Like, yeah. And I mean, looking on the NFC side, Packers Rams got to be some of the hotter teams fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah. And um, I trust their coaches. Matt yeah. LaFleur and Sean McVay are proven coaches. Do I think either of those teams or on the other side of the Colts, Texans and that are going to be competing for a Super Bowl? No. No. Here's the thing with the AFC side. I think, I think teams probably want to play Indy in the first round more than they want to play Houston. Yeah, you know, and that's fine. I if if Indy makes playoffs and loses in wild card, I don't care. If the fact it, that they they could make the playoffs is all I care about. How right Indy now. would win a game is just kind of a grueling game. If you get ahead of them, you're probably locking it down. Yeah, but the Texans are a team like they're like in basketball. They're a three point team, man. They they could come out and go up fourteen nothing quick. How many times have they been down this year and they came back and won the game? Yeah, either way, that they they can do that. They did that um, against Cincinnati. They were down by ten with six minutes yeah. left. Beat them. And the Packers seem to be getting to being like the team they used to be, where they get hot quick. Put up some points. Um, Christian Watson's a dog. Yeah, I hope he's all right. Um, his hamstring hurt again, but I'll give him mine. Take mine, bro. I'll give him mine. I need him for my fantasy team. It's terrible. I'm on Packers Twitter a lot. Those fans are so insufferable. A bunch of insufferable fucks. Shit's not going well. They're all talking shit about fucking Christian Watson's family and all this shit. Shut the fuck up. And then shit goes well, and they're like, Christian Watson's the best. I've loved him forever. No, you haven't. Shut the fuck up. I, you know what I like about Green Bay and their future is, like I said earlier, they have all these young receivers, but three of them I really think are legit. Dubs, Jaden Reed, and Christian Watson. Those guys are all fucking good. So I'm glad we got this episode because it's been weeks week since we've been able to make one. Yeah, I'm happy too. Um, music just started. Um... Are we going to record next week? Yeah. Yeah, well, we should be able to Let's do it. record next week. I think we should be good. And yeah, I mean, most important thing, you know, no matter what happens in your life or anything, you get knocked down. Fuck you. Um, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>